It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. This, my friends, is Access Atlanta. It's a new podcast that shares the best things to do, see, eat, and experience. AJC Access Atlanta is sponsored by Northside Hospital Cancer Institute, built to beat cancer. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm Shane Harrison, your host. We'll be talking about things to do in and around Atlanta, but first I want to welcome this week's guest, Helena Olivero, and she will be bringing us a story. Um, What do you have for us this week? Thanks, Shane. I'm happy to be a part of this. I recently connected with Joe Abercrombie, Vice President of Fan Experience at the Atlanta Hawks. He recently joined the team after being with the Houston Rockets for 14 years, and he is in charge of the fan experience at Atlanta Hawks games. And I spent an evening at Phillips Arena recently, and it was really fascinating to see all the behind-the-scenes work an effort that goes into um, everything that's outside of the games. What's happened is sporting events have evolved. Fans, sure, they want a competitive game, but they are also seeking an experience. And the goal, of course, is to create a game experience with various layers of entertainment and to present something for everyone. So you you have sort of become our go-to writer on all things Hawks that doesn't involve the sports department. So mm-hmm. basically anything that surrounds the game. And how did how did that come to be? How did you get involved so much in in doing all this Hawks coverage? Yeah, I really I've been I've been following the Atlanta Hawks for several years now. I've lived in Atlanta for about 15 years. And both my husband and I are big basketball fans, both college and professional. I love the game of basketball, and I love the experience, and I love being in the arena. It it feels to me it's it's very Atlanta, right? And it's this this common team that we all you know love and can root for, and um, it's it's just been real fun to follow the Atlanta Hawks and everything about a game and a game experience, right? Right, and it, it, that that experience has changed a lot over the years. I imagine they've added new things, and and um, you know that's part of what your story is about. It's talking to the the new guy who's coming in and is bringing bringing new things. Uh, vi- they, just a few years ago, they added this eye popping visual that turns the court into the ultimate high definition TV screen, and it's really cool and very dynamic and it's a really cool way to start the games and they also have added um they've they've really upped their game when it comes to food and beverage and and one of the the big changes they're making is they have an on the court bar area and so they have made the decision to use 
what was real prime seating area to have a place where people can hang out and get a drink and watch the game. So they're really putting a lot of um, attention and investing into the game experience. Of course, they have um, Ryan Cameron as the PA, and he's fabulous. They have an organist. They have... um, they have a DJ, right? And so they really kind of um, uh, work together to really create a really fun and dynamic experience. Yeah, it sounds like if you haven't been to a game recently, you should probably go check it out because it's probably changed. Oh yeah, there's been a lot of changes in recent years, and I I think it's a really really fun experience. And even now in this rebuilding season, I. I see a lot of great young talent. And then when you add all the other elements with good food and good entertainment and cool visuals, I think it I think it makes for a really fun evening. So let's check that out. I've been a longtime Atlanta Hawks fan. When my husband and I moved here 15 years ago, we just decided that we were going to start rooting and watching our hometown Atlanta Hawks. There's been some years that are better than others, but we've stuck with them. You go to an Atlanta Hawks game and it is nonstop entertainment. It begins with a really cool eye-popping pre-game visual that turns the court into an ultimate high-definition TV screen. And the entertainment keeps going. There's fine gymnasts, parachuting Chick-fil-A cows, enthusiastic cheerleaders taking the court. You can always depend on Harry the Hawk to be there at a game, running up and down the aisles, being silly and dancing, and anything really to keep the fans engaged in entertainment. Of course, it's all about the game, but the Atlanta Hawks make a real effort to add a lot of elements of entertainment that just add to that that entire experience. Right now, the Atlanta Hawks are entering the next big phase in a huge $192.5 million remaking of Phillips Arena. We recently connected with Joe Abercrombie. He's the vice president of fan experience at the Atlanta Hawks. He recently joined the Hawks after spending 14 years with the Houston Rockets. He will discuss some of the staples and what's familiar to a lot of us going to Hawks games, but he's also going to talk about a lot of big changes that are right around the corner. When you think about sports, really the fans are the first thing. I mean, we have the players and we have the sporting event, but uh, around that is the experience that the fans get. And to me, that starts from when they get out of their car at the parking lot until the time they leave and they get in their car and they leave. And I mean, that's fan experience. And uh, holistically, we are looking at that at the Atlanta Hawks. We're doing a major renovation to the entire building. So start to finish, you know, we're going to try to take care of the fans and make sure that they get uh, bang for their buck when they come here to Phillips Arena. The challenge in the sports industry is, is real. Um, I think the way broadcasts are going, like people have a lot of comforts at their home and a lot at their disposal. 
with connectivity to the internet, connectivity on their phones, the broadcast itself. So to get people here, I feel like we need to deliver a true wow factor. You know, we have to get people to say, I had an amazing time. Like, that was one of the funnest nights I've had in a long time. And that's the goal, that is fan experience. The game is the most important thing, but everything ancillary to that game is critical to making a fan say, I had a blast, you know? And there's a, it, it's so variable and there's so many facets and assets to what we have that it's how they mingle, how we shift the transitions from one to the next. When the dancers hit the floor, to the new video board, back to the floor, to fan cams, dance cams, kiss cams, like it all, it all plays its role in how it's scripted. I don't want them to remember one thing that they did that night or one thing they saw. It's four hours of programming. I want them to say it was all great. It was, the whole night was amazing. With the new ownership of the Hawks, it is undeniable that there is a real effort and recognition to embrace what Atlanta is known for here and in the music industry. You know, one thing that's centric to Atlanta is hip hop. I mean, we're the we're the centrifuge of hip hop in the in the not only the United States but the entire world. I mean, there's 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 more hip hop artists that originate from Atlanta and become famous than anywhere, any city. Actually, just moving here, I didn't realize it. But being true to Atlanta means we're also going to be true to our home city, and we are we are the center of hip hop. In and we want the Hawks and Phillips Arena to, to, to base off that. You know, we want to be diverse with everything we do. But we're going to be hip-hop. We're going to be a downtown uh, party. We want to be where everyone comes to have a really good time. And I think hip-hop is kind of the voice of our show. It was really cool to have total access to see all of the planning and the effort that goes into making a game experience really something special and fun and high energy from beginning to end. You go to a game, nothing happens by chance. It's all scripted. We have a script that we follow. Everything from, from pre-game to all the quarter breaks. Uh, and we, you know, we script according to the game. You know, we want to make sure that, you know, as we go through this game, we're hitting a lot of our lighter elements first. You know, and as we progress to the second and the third and fourth quarters, we want the energy to rise. It's like telling a good story. You know, do some character development in the beginning, but the, at the end, you want this thing to be an action film, and you want people just blown away and focused on the game. As games progress, we have what's called a hot timeout, which means if we were down by six points and we went on an eight-point run and took the lead and forced their coach to call a timeout, we may take this and we throw it out the window. You know, at that point, we want to maintain the energy in the building. If our fan base got up and they're excited, we put the script down and we play hot music, we roll entertainment on the floor, we throw t-shirts, whatever we can do to keep them going, and then we back in that with a hype video at the end that reminds them we're back on defense, get up, defense. And we want them to come back into play all standing, you know? We gotta maintain that energy through that two and a half minute timeout. And this is the example of the direction we're going. This is one of our premium spaces, designated floor level club with an unprecedented bar that sits right on the baseline. Like no, no NBA team would ever kill that many seats and put a bar there. And to me, when I, when I saw the renderings long before I took this job, I was like, I think the Hawks are putting their money where their mouth is. Meaning that making money is not the most important thing. It's fan experience. Because you could easily sell that space, right? But they're saying what's more important is the fan experience for our courtside holders. What are we giving them? 
Why are they paying that premium to stick courtside? Well, that's a big part of it. So, you know, this is just another example of the fan experience and how we're trying to take it to another level. This is one of our premium uh, locations. It's our Northside Club. It runs in conjunction with the Northside Hawks Bar, which is actually sitting behind baseline. Very unprecedented in the NBA locations to come and hang out and witness the game, come back in here, grab a drink, grab refreshments. Um, this is an example and indicative of kind of where we're going. There's lots of different changes that are coming, but at the same time, the head of fan experience talked about making sure that they hold on to some really special elements that have long been a part of the Hawks game experience. You know, Atlanta has made its name uh, traditionally with music, and we want to continue to do that. We have one of the best DJs in the business, DJ Tigger. We also have uh, Sir Foster, who's our keyboardist. Uh, and we have Ryan Cameron as our PA announcer. These are all three elements that have been around for a long time in our game presentation, and they're not going anywhere. They're some of the best in the business. Uh, my name is Ryan Cameron. I'm the public address announcer for your Atlanta Hawks. This is my 14th season. Before I was doing this job, I was doing the in-arena stuff for all the games, like the prizes and the free throw contests and all that. And I love this job because I'm a huge NBA fan, and I got the best seat in the house. I'm center court. This is 50-yard line. This is the best. Who would want to have this job? Come on! We're really about the experience, you know, no matter what team we put on the floor, as long as the fans are walking away and having a good time, then that's what really matters. I mean, after going to the playoffs so many times and winning 60 games, like, I've been here through the best and the worst of times, and I still come back because I'm still a huge fan of the game. So, you know what? I look forward to next year. I always say Happy New Year, first game, first game of preseason. Happy New Year! So. We're ready for a happy new year for next year and the year after that. I mean, come on, go Hawks. For fan, Phillips Arena promises to really add and enhance the entire experience of going to a Hawks game. I personally cannot wait. Yeah, so this is, this is what's behind the curtain, you know. Uh, this is complete renovation that's happening ongoing throughout the season. So we refer to it as kind of repairing the plane while it's in the sky. Um, but next season, when this building opens and those, you open up those elevators and you walk out, it's going to be a completely different scene. This will be a fan experience zone. Uh, there'll be uh, bars up here, concessions, and it'll be all renovated. Um, so we're, we're excited about the direction everything's heading, and there's multiple spots that are all being renovated like this, and this building's going to look completely different. So. Let's take a look at what's happening in and around Atlanta over the next 10 days. If bottomless bacon and unlimited beer sound like your idea of heaven, get ready to experience paradise at Dad's Garage Theater Company's annual Bacon Fest on March 31st. It's the only place where there's no shame in making a pig of yourself. In fact, it's encouraged. This is the 18th year for this annual bash, which raises money for nonprofit Dad's Garage where rule-breaking comedy, both improvised and scripted, is king. Bacon Fest includes a bacon-eating contest, but it's not the usual how-much-can-you-eat kind of affair. It's more a how-many-unusual-ways-can-you-consume-bacon kind of competition. The winners are crowned the king and queen of Bacon Fest. There will also be the old standby flip cup tournament. As they say on the website, it's just like college, but outside. And the wine tasting involves some of the finest wines $2.50 can buy. And as the naughty face painting booth and the free-flowing alcohol can attest, this is a 21 and older event. 
So join the porkiest bash in town at the 18th annual Bacon Fest, happening at Dad's Garage in Atlanta's Old Fourth Ward from 1 to 6 p.m. on Saturday, March 31st. Those tickets are $50 in advance, and if there are any left, $55 on the day of the event. Get those at BaconFestATL.com or at DadsGarage.com. The ATL Collective has been recreating classic albums and, on occasion, classic concerts on Atlanta's stages since 2009. On Thursday, April 5th, they'll be joined by Memphis legend Booker T. Jones for Funk to the People, celebrating the 50th anniversary of James Brown's historic 1968 Boston concert. It was the day after the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr., and cities around the country were bracing for riots. But things remained peaceful in Boston, where James Brown took the stage and provided the uniting force and healing power of music. Fifty years later, the ATL Collective plans to celebrate that power with a night of music by Soul Brother No. 1. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Booker T. Jones was part of one of the first racially integrated rock bands ever as Booker T. and the MGs, which, in addition to creating great music of their own, backed some of the greats of the era as the Stax Record house band. Some of those big names include Otis Redding, Sam and Dave, Albert King, the Staple Singers, Wilson Pickett, and many, many others. Booker T joins the ATL Collective for Funk to the People at 8 p.m. on Thursday, April 5th. Those tickets are $35 to $45, and you can get them at BuckheadTheaterATL.com. Shrimp and Grits, Bourbon, Gumbo, and Cornbread all have festivals, so why not Banana Pudding? Irwinton, Georgia, about two hours southwest of Atlanta, has been celebrating that sweet and silky southern treat with a day of pudding-related fun since 2015. The most important aspect of the fest is the pudding path. The organizers say that if you complete the course, sampling every one along the way, you'll consume almost a full pound of pudding. But they'll be bringing in some judges to hand out the big prize for the best banana pudding. The day starts with a pudding pedal bike ride, which naturally has banana pudding refueling stops along the route. There will also be entertainment, crafters, and other food vendors, because one cannot live on banana pudding alone. Banana pudding fans, point your cars southwest toward Irwinton, Georgia, on April 7th for the 4th Annual State Banana Pudding Festival. Get more info and directions at bananapuddingfestival.com. You know spring is really here when it's time for the Spring Festival on Ponce. The 8th Annual event takes place on April 7th and 8th along Ponce de Leon Avenue. You'll find more than 125 local and regional artists in historic Olmsted Lanier Park, one of our city's most beautiful green spaces. It's the perfect opportunity to get out and enjoy the season with family and friends. The fest offers a children's area, live acoustic entertainment, and local food and beverage concessions along with food trucks. The festival happens 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturday, April 7th, and 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday, April 8th, and it's free to attend. You'll find more information, including participating artists and entertainers, at festivalonponce.com. Feeling nostalgic? Like really nostalgic? Then the 18th Century Market Fair could be just what you're looking for. Taking place at Winder's Fort Yargo State Park, a short drive in a northeasterly direction up Interstate 85, this fair is populated by living historians and craftsmen and craftswomen. You'll also find music and dancing of the 18th century, recreations of frontier camps, a trading post, and more. Experience the past from Thursday, March 29th through Sunday, April 1st, beginning each day at 10 a.m. 
It costs just $5 per person for entry, but it's free for kids under age 12. There's also a $5 parking fee. The 18th Century Market Fair is at Fort Yargo State Park in Winder, and it's sponsored by the Fort Yargo Living History Society, and you can find details at their website, which is www.fylhs.com. That's an acronym for Fort Yargo Living History Society, fylhs.com. For more things to do around Metro Atlanta, head to accessatlanta.com. This is Shane Harrison with Access Atlanta. Join us again next week when we'll look at more things to do in and around Atlanta. Access Atlanta is a production of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Audio was captured by Curtis Compton, story by Helena Olivero, and editing by Ryan Horn. AJC Access Atlanta is sponsored by Northside Hospital Cancer Institute, built to beat cancer.